Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Liberty Benton High School, your site for tonight's action in BVC basketball. Tonight we have the Arlington Red Devils taking on the Liberty Benton Eagles. Arlington 6-0 on the season. They beat Coy Rawson and Columbus Grove last weekend. Liberty Benton 5-0. They beat Van Leeuwen Allen East over last weekend. This is BBC Basketball on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. Also joining our friends tonight on WFOB. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup between Arlington and Liberty Benton, a battle of undefeated teams. That two teams. They straight up do not like each other, to put it very poli- very politely, very bluntly. Winner of this one puts themselves really in the driver's seat for a league title later on down the road. What are you looking forward to seeing in this one? Oh, well, first of all, let me just say to everyone out there on WFOB, ESPN 1430 and 105.7 FM WFOB, we are so happy to have you here tonight. I promise you, you got yourselves a great one here at the uh, at the old barn house over in Liberty Benton. As, again, two undefeateds. This is just a clash of wills these two teams it's not that they don't like each other don't like each other implies that at the end of the game there's some handshakes maybe people talk back and forth these two teams loathe the existence of the cities that they live in level of don't like each other they get after it in a way that few teams in the region do at the basketball level i mean my god just think about some of the past couple of years that we've seen a few years ago we had the ben Spees buzzer beater that was against Hope. Was that Hope? It was a different red team. I, I, he had one. It was. It wasn't exactly buzzer beater. It was the last second win. Hit his junior year, Jared Vermillion's senior year, when they played each other the second they, time. Yeah, they did have. Um, they did have a close game that yeah, they it, won. It was the nail biter. Because that, that was the last. Well, that was the last time the game was here. Yeah. Because the last two years it has been at Arlington. And last year, I mean, my God, you had that incredible upset game. In that one, where just Arlington just. They had because two because two years ago was the Bryce Gas game, correct. And last year it was just a nail biting game back and forth that Arlington was able to pull out. They won that one by a score of forty three to forty a year ago. You know, honestly, very reminiscent to what we saw uh, last night between Calvert and Hopewell. That kind of gutty, gritty kind of win. If you like that kind of basketball, my God, early Christmas present for you tonight with these two teams. It's gonna be scrappy. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be aggressive. We're going to have whistles. We're going to have fouls. The place is packed to the gills here tonight, which is just honestly, it's so nice to see. <laughs> it, it's we're, we're well as a stage. I was, uh, I was talking with uh, Joe Gherkin the, uh, the other day at the LB girls game on Tuesday. He, he anticipated this would be about the fullest game that they have this season and for, uh, for a very good reason. I mean, just it's so it's going to make such a good atmosphere for this game tonight. But in terms of what I'm expecting on the floor, nastiness, getting after it, a lot of aggressive play. You have very similar styles of players on both of these teams. You have some finesse players, and frankly, you got some uh, you got some beaters, you got some thumpers out there. 
it should make for a good matchup. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I see very few scenarios where this game turns into a runaway for either one of these teams. I think this one goes down to the wire. I think this one may go down to the last shot of this game. When you look at uh, these different teams, we'll look first at uh, LB. I mean, I mentioned Joe Gherkin a moment ago. The other big difference for Liberty Benton, Ben Gherkin, no longer your head coach, is, uh, re, uh, retires over the offseason in the summer. Doug Whiteman now taking over as their head coach, and a very qualified head coach, if I do say so myself, had spent 10 years up at St. John's in Toledo, and they've been a basically a basketball factory over these last handful of years so he's been a part of some very good programs and he inherits a team that brings back a good chunk of last year's players even though they did you know have that Joe Gherkin class of seniors that were very influential players but you got Kaysen Doolittle as your senior leader the Garlock brothers and they get Carson Conway back from his injury after missing most of last year yeah and you know what I mean first of all hats off to Doug Whiteman actually getting the head coaching job I'll, I'll make a very strong argument here, probably about four or five years overdue for him to get a shot at a head coaching gig. And Liberty Benton couldn't be better off in anyone else's hands, in my opinion. A perfect transition from Coach Gherkin over to Coach Whiteman. But yeah, you bring a lot of players back. You bring a lot of players back that had to contribute early and often because of injuries last year, especially when you're talking about the Garlock brothers. And then more importantly, if he gets a decent bit of time, Braden Wages was someone that we saw have flashes, but then he was another injury issue, him and Carson Conway. So if they're able to get their guys going and keep that stability, keep that consistency that you saw from this team last year, Coach Whiteman got himself a Ferrari, and he seems to know how to drive it. And we'll talk a little bit more on Arlington as the game progresses as well, but they are led, led by a team that is virtually exactly identical to last year because they did not have a senior on their roster last year and they will though be headlined by a pair of seniors with Jake Vermillion and Ryler Essinger and both two very different players but very good ball players as well. Well yeah you have the scalpel and the battle axe. I mean it's two very different types of players. Jake, Jake Vermillion absolutely spitting image of his older brother from 2020. He's hitting that three ball. He's and he's aggressive. got a younger brother, Jace, on his heels. <laughs> he's aggressive in the paint. He gets after it defensively. You've really seen him grow into his own. And then Ryler Essinger, he was one of the stars of that game last year in that matchup, actually posting up and doing some damage against guys like Austin Handy-Wells and Carson Conway. So I'm expecting a big night out of him. And the fact that he's been coached up by Thane Recker for the past couple seasons, I'm really expecting big things from Esslinger. I mean, already BBC Offensive and Defense Lineman of the Year, an all-Ohio football player. Do we have an all-Ohio big man down there as well? Time will tell. We'll see what they can do. But, man, this Arlington team, the amount of experience they got last year, what was a bit of a rough season because of not having any seniors or upperclassmen, it's really benefiting them now. And even so, they were still 13-11 and 11 last year, second in the tie for second in the BBC. Yeah, this, this, you, <laughs> A down year That's, for that Arlington. just speaks to how good they've been. A, a down year for Arlington under Coach Vermillion is second in the BBC. It's just remarkable. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back starting lineups opening tip here from Liberty Benton. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WBBI and WFOB. Everyone wants clean water, but are you doing all that you can to keep it clean? The Northwestern Water and Sewer District reminds you that flushable wipes are not flushable. They don't break down in the treatment process, plus they can damage your plumbing, which can cost you hundreds to fix. So next time you go, remember, do not flush the wipes. Toss them in the trash. 
It's a small step that you can take to protect our water. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-423-7161. That's 419-423-7161. Or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. Back we are here from Liberty Benson High School, your site for tonight's action in high school basketball here on both WBBI and WFOB. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup. Liberty Benson hosting Arlington in this BBC clash of teams that are still unbeaten here on the young season. Liberty Benson 5-0 thus far. Arlington 6-0 on this season. And we're waiting for the starting lineups here to be introduced. We'll continue our uh, preview a little bit. Matt, we mentioned Jake Vermillion. We mentioned Ryler Essinger for Arlington. But some other guys that are key contributors for them, Caden Russell, Brady Kinn. And Russell's second team BBC a year ago. Kinn was an honorable mention. And, you know, Russell a very good complimentary guard for them as well and Brady Ken really a kind of a three guard lineup typically for Arlington but Brady Ken I believe was the one who made that last second three a year ago to beat Van Buren so we know he's a guy that can take and make those big shots yeah look Brady Ken's a baller it's as simple as that he'll get after it he'll make plays he'll do whatever he needs to do to make sure that he contributes in a big way for the team night in night out so really not much of a surprise at all to see that he has been contributing pretty successfully and having a good season with 11 points a game so far on the season. So that, no surprise for me on that one. I, I expect nothing less from someone like Brady Kinn. Caden Russell, I think he hit the nail on the head. Complimentary guard. He really, anything that maybe Jake Vermillion doesn't necessarily struggle at, I think Jake Vermillion is one of the best players in the BBC this year, but maybe stuff that might not be his strength is Russell's strength. He does a great job with that off-ball movement. He does a great job slashing the basket. He may not be the biggest guy on the floor at 5'9", but he plays like one of the biggest guys on the floor night in, night out. And that shows the fact that he's averaging six rebounds a game as one of the smaller players on the court. So it's a talented squad. It's a very talented squad. Not surprised in the slightest by the talent that's on this floor tonight. Starting laps currently being introduced, and we're about ready for tip. Matt, quickly, who are the starters tonight for Arlington? Absolutely. Number one, Jake Vermillion, 5'8", senior. Number five, Caden Russell, the 5'9", junior. Number 10, Brady Kinn, the 5'8", junior. Number 25, Jared Griggs, the 5'8", senior, and third-team All-Ohio quarterback. And then rounding out that starting lineup, number 35, Ryler Essener, the 6'2", senior. Head coach is Jason Vermillion. 
for Liberty Benson. Not too uh, many surprises in their starting five. Carson Conaway, Hayson Doolittle, Cam and Lincoln Garlock, along with Reed Thomas, your starters for Liberty Benson. Doug Whiteman, their first year head coach. Liberty Benson will win the tip. They'll be attacking the basket to our right here from our perch at Liberty Benson High School. They'll be wearing their home white uniforms with the blue numbers and the blue trim. Arlington in their road red uniforms with the white numbers and the black trim as well on the shorts and around the top of the torso. Liberty Benson with possession to start this one off. Carson Conway with it up top for the Eagles. They'll get it over to Cam Garlock, right wing. He'll find Doolittle working from the high post. Just inside the free throw line. He'll lose his dribble. Wants to go inside to Cam Garlock, but it's poked away. They'll say last touch go by Liberty Benson is Cam Garlock saying it is. it should be our ball, and I think he actually is right. I don't think... Uh, anyone from Liberty Benson actually did touch that and I think the near side official may be correcting that mistake right now. Yeah we'll see if they do and they do correct it and honestly right call I mean Caden Russell was the last one to touch it before it got deflected away so that's definitely a good adjustment by the officials. Conway will inbound for Liberty Benson. Cam Garlock will set up the offense. Get it over to Case and Doodle. Left wing extended for the Eagles. He'll get the screen from Thomas. Now he'll look to drive right side. A little bit of contact will be called. Looks like they'll get Essinger that time as he was just trying to play some help defense as we saw Doodle try to cut inside. Yeah, Essinger, he's such a big body down there. Even when he tries to do some help defense or they'll give an assist here and there. He, he's going to lay a hit. <laughs> he's just going to lay a big hit on them. Liberty Benson still on the offensive side. 7-10 left to go here. First quarter still scoreless. Still have yet to see either team attempt a shot. Liberty Benson, they go down inside to Carson Conaway. He'll go up and gets that one to drop over the tough defense from Ryler Essinger from inside the paint. LB strikes first. Okay, the amount of pass that we just saw there, you clearly see the Toledo St. John's influence from Coach Whiteman. Uh, you very certainly do. Arlington will set up their offense into the half court as they go inside it to Caden Russell. It looks like they'll call a little bit of a bump foul against Lincoln Garlock, and that is exactly what they'll call. And not surprised to see the foul. foul ugh, my goodness, I could, I could speak. The fouls being called early here. As again, we talked about this big rivalry game. The refs are going to want to keep this one in check as much as possible. Arlington setting up their offense in the half court now following the inbound. 6.42 left to go first quarter. Liberty Benson, the 2-0 lead over Arlington, but first Arlington possession on the offensive side of the ball. B. Russell with a left wing crossing over Doolittle, pump faking a couple defenders going up, doesn't get that one to drop. Rebound is briefly grabbed by a couple different players. They'll say last touch by Arlington as it goes out of bounds on the far side baseline. It'll be Liberty Benson ball. A little bit of a communication issue down there as they tried to go for that loose ball. And that's going to happen in those types of plays. Just got to be a little tighter on that communication if you're Arlington. Arlington coming out with a full court man-to-man -man press. Carson Conway will slow things down, hand it over to Duke. It'll cross half court for the Eagles. 6.15 left to go here first quarter. Liberty Benton the 2-0 lead. Doolittle down inside. Can't get that one to drop on the left side. Essinger gets the board for the Red Devils. See the man zone press like that? Man, where have I seen that before as well? In transition, Caden Russell laying it up and in on the right side for Arlington. That'll tie it up at two apiece here. Six minutes left to go in the first quarter. And Arlington's press able to get the steal this time down. They get it open to Bradykin, right corner. Three ball up and good for the junior. Bradykin to Arlington now a three-point lead. Man, this press is something, this is something else right now. 
Kane Garlick able to get it into the half court. He'll go up with the floater. That comes up shy. Rebound is grabbed by Russell. He'll try to fling it up ahead. Garlock poked it away, but it still ends up in Arlington's hands. Vermillion goes down inside. Essinger, he'll launch it from up top outside, but that one won't fall. Doolittle gets the board for Liberty Benson. He'll look to push in transition. Two on two briefly. Doolittle back left side goes up. Now finds Thomas. Thomas laying it up and in on the right side for Liberty Benson. Cuts deficit down to one. 5.15 to go first quarter. Hope you brought an auction mask for tonight's game there, Lance. This one's going to be a barn burner. Sure does have that feeling here about three minutes into this one. Arlington setting up their offense in the half court. They'll have their first sub coming into the game in a few moments at the next dead ball. It'll be Essinger with it on the right wing for Arlington. He'll work down inside as he backs down inside for Thomas. He doesn't get that shot to go. Rebounds tipped around a couple different times. Jared Griggs gets the board for Arlington. Then I'll find Kin with it up top. He'll pump fake, working down inside. A little too strong on the shot. Conaway, he'll get the board for Liberty Benton. He'll take it up himself for the Eagles. Has it right in front of that scorer's table while he maintains his dribble, working on Jared Griggs up top. Now he'll go down inside Cam Garlock on the cut, and Garlock will finish down inside on the right side with the left hand. Liberty Benton retaking a one-point lead. Great play there by Garlock. Kin lost the feel for him. He is executed perfectly. Hooked out of bounds. It'll stay with Arlington. 4-18 left to go here. First quarter, Liberty Benson, the 6-5 lead. Couple subs coming in for each team. We'll see Luke Metzger checking in for Arlington. Out will go Jared Griggs. Cam Garlock checking out, and the freshman set Elkert on the floor for the Eagles. I'm surprised that we haven't seen Brady Griggs check in just yet. Big Vermillion bringing the ball up the floor for the Red Devils. He'll find Caden Russell left side, finds Ken on the cut. Ken has his shot blocked by Carson Conaway. It'll stay with, with uh, Arlington. It'll inbound from the baseline with 4.07 to go in the first quarter. This may be one of the big advantages that Liberty Benton has. They're able to keep their bigs planted in the paint, so you really don't have to worry about Essener as an outside shooter. Essener did launch that 1-3 earlier. He's 2-for-8 now on the season. Vermillion gets the 3, up and good. After the little hook cut up top on that right wing, Arlington will now retake a two-point lead. That kind of looks like Jared out there shooting that one. That was clean. My goodness. Wearing a number one and having the last name of a million certainly helps. It, it does help. That certainly does help quite a bit. 3.45 left to go here first quarter. Arlington now the two-point lead, 8-6. to six. Liberty Benson with possession. Doolittle pulls up from the left elbow. A little too strong that time. Aiden Russell, he'll get the board. He'll take it the other direction now for the Red Devils. Ken taking a deep left wing three, but up and good from way outside for Brady Ken. And Coach Whiteman does not like what he sees for Liberty Benson. He will take the timeout with a little over three minutes left to go here into this first quarter of action. It's a full timeout. We'll go ahead and take it right along with them. Arlington, the five-point lead here in the first quarter. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WFOB and WBVI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 cent shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. 
Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay, and they offer a great selection of beer and wine for dine-in customers. Voted best restaurant, period, by the BG News three of the last five years. Campus Poly Eyes at 339 South Blanchard Street. Stop in and taste heaven. 3-24 left to go here in the first quarter of action. 11-6 your score. Arlington with the lead now over Liberty. Benson Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBVI. We thank you for making us a part of your Friday night. It'll be Liberty Benson ball following the timeout. We'll see a couple subs check in for the Eagles at the next dead ball. It'll be Doolittle setting up the offense for the Eagles this time down the floor. Conaway driving right side briefly. Now we'll get it back up top to Doolittle set things up for LB. Down inside, now they want to go outside to Doolittle, but Doolittle is about to cut inside, so the pass goes out of bounds. Takes possession back over to Arlington with 2.55 to go in the first quarter. Lincoln Garlock along with Reed Thomas check out, as we see now Jake Gherkin along with Cam Garlock back on the floor now for LB. And you also did see for Arlington, Brady Griggs checked in during the last timeout as well. And he's the one that does have it on the right wing. They'll now get it over to Vermillion, left side. Can't get that three to drop. Doolittle comes in to get the board for Liberty Benson with 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. They trail in this one 11-6. Cam Garlock briefly pushes in transition. He'll stop at the left elbow looking for someone to get it over to. It ends up up top. That'll be in Elkert's hands. Now Cam Garlock back in possession for the Eagles. Doolittle now with it right side. He'll find Jake Irkin. He'll pull up from the free throw line. Doesn't get the friendly roll that time. Hayden Russell another rebound for Arlington. And that's what Caden Russell does. He's a guard, but he somehow gets down there for the rebounds. Down into the corner for Brady Griggs now for Arlington. He'll bring it towards the free throw line. Now over right side. That'll be his brother Jared with it. He'll drive down inside and has his shot blocked. Another one from Conway. His second already on the night. It'll remain Arlington ball. They'll inbound from underneath. We'll see Jake Vermillion checking out. And we see Metzger checking back in now for Arlington. Also looks like Brady Kinn now out there too. So a little bit of a smaller ball lineup without Jake Vermillion out there. Uh, get it inside, and that one won't fall from Ken off of the inbound, but another rebound for Caden Russell. He'll also draw the foul. So that one will go against Jake Gherkin. We'll see Ryler Essinger checking back, and he'll check in for Metzger on the Arlington side. And here comes the battle hammer. <laughs> Brady Ken will inbound for Arlington. They'll try and get it down inside now. Griggs pump faking, finds Essinger. Heading up now, another three. That time off the mark from Brady Griggs in the right corner. They'll go the other direction now for Liberty Benson with 143 left to go. First quarter, they trail 11 to 6 to Arlington. Yes, a little too much on that one from Griggs. Ken Garlock setting up the Liberty Benson offense. Got each team's quarterback on the floor right now for both of these teams. And Cam Garlock and Jared Griggs for each team. Now back up top to Cam Garlock, working inside now on Jared Griggs. He'll now bounce it, wanted to get it to Gherkin, ends up now in Conway's hands. He'll almost lose the handle, down inside on the cut to Elkert, who can't get that one to drop, but does draw the foul, and now the freshman Seth Elkert will go to the line for two. Yeah, nice job there by Caden Russell, stopping the easy shot, making the freshman go to the line on a big-time varsity game to shoot two, but I got to tell you, what I'm seeing right now, it seems like the off-ball movement for Liberty Benton is just like a half-step off from what they want it to be. It just seems a little little more slow, a little more off-pace than what they would prefer. First free throw off the mark for Elkert. 
See Jake Vermillion back in now for Arlington. We'll see Caden Russell check out. And I like because of all the experience these kids had last year for Arlington, they can rotate people out. They don't have to have someone out there the whole game. Both free throws will not fall for Elker, but rebound is tipped around, ends up back in Liberty Benton's hands. Conway was able to force that one to stay with Liberty Benton after the miss. It'll be Conway with it now. He'll lose his handle, now gets it out to Doolittle. Doolittle working from the free throw line, losing his dribble, now back over to Lincoln Garlock, who just checked into the game for Jake Gherkin on the Liberty Benson side after that first free throw. Go down inside, Doolittle laying it up and in as he was able to create some good possession down low, and he's able to lay it up right and in over Jake Gherk, Jake uh, Vermillion, rather. Yeah, good job. Really good offensive possession for the Eagles. 11-8, your score. Arlington now a three-point lead with 30 seconds to go here in the opening quarter of this one. Brady Griggs setting up the Arlington offense. He'll drive baseline now, drops it down inside, but they'll call a blocking foul as Cam Garlock tried to step in and take the contact. He'll instead get called for the blocking foul. And you know, Brady Griggs, what he's got going for him, he's a lanky dude, man. I mean, he, he looks like a whirling dervish down there as he goes after the baseline. So he makes some contact. It's going to look like some big contact every time. Well, he got a little bit of the height that his brother Jared did not as well. That's, that's a very fair point. Arlington maintaining possession. Jake Vermillion will bring it back out and slow things down for Arlington. Probably try to hold for the final shot of the quarter. Vermillion loses his handle now out to Essinger out towards half court. He'll drive inside now. He'll jump stop. He'll try and create some space. Now finds Griggs. Griggs will launch the three. That one won't drop. Conway with the board. And that will do it here for the first quarter of action. From Liberty Benson, Arlington with the 11-8 lead over Liberty Benson through one quarter of basketball. Step aside for a quick timeout. we come back. Start of the second quarter here from Liberty Benson. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WFOB and WBVI. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 60 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs and away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting ready to start the second quarter of action here from Liberty Benson. 11-8 your score. Arlington, the three-point lead through one. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both Classic at 96.7 WBBI and ESPN. 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. The Arlington ball to start this second quarter of action. Aiden Russell with it up top for Arlington. He'll want to go down inside to Essinger. It's poked around a couple different times. They'll say... Last touched by Reed Thomas, who will stay with Arlington under their basket. 7.37 left to go here, start of the second quarter. So you, don't, you don't have a clean look at the uh, player you want to pass to. Just kick it off the feet and the shins of the defender. It works every time. They'll throw it in towards Essinger. Right wing extended now for Arlington. 
So double team Jaron Griggs with it as he brings it up top. Vermillion stopping just inside the free throw line. Now back out. Brady Kinn with it for the Red Devils. We'll hand it to Essinger still over in that right corner. Now Essinger driving all the way down inside and gets Thomas in the air and gets it to go with the foul. And the big man easily able to absorb that contact for an and one opportunity. And I got to tell you, Ryler Essinger, when he does that, I think the only person in the last couple of years we've seen do that better is Nolan Beaker for Tiffin Calvert back in the day. Because Essinger, he's so good at stopping on dime for a big guy. That's such a hard talent to have. He can just stop on a dime, get the person in the air, and always leads some and one opportunities. Free throw will not drop for Essinger after rolling around the entire rim once or twice before coming off. It'll be 13 to eight year score. Arlington the five point lead, 7.05 left to go here. First half of action. Dirty Benton setting up their offense. Lincoln Garland trying to get up top and ends up running into a couple of Arlington bodies. They'll get it over now into the corner for Elkert. Elkert will drive down inside and will get a little pushing foul. I think that's going to go against Essinger. And if so, that's already going to be his second. That's a big one. Because of that, we will have Mason Cavani checking in now for Arlington. He'll check in for Essinger. We'll see Elkert check out for Liberty Benton. Jake Gherkin back on the floor for the Eagles. No, not a bad substitution. You go from Ryler Essinger at 6'2 to Mason Cavani at 6'3. Liberty Benton will inbound to Conaway on the left wing extended. Conaway maintaining his dribble, working at the left elbow. Hands it to Doolittle. Doolittle down inside. Can't get it to drop. Long rebound. They'll say last touch. Looks like I guess it'll stay with Liberty Benton. The ref didn't signal which way it's going. He signaled it really quick, but it did go off of Caden Russell last. Cam Garlock to inbound for Liberty Benton. The 6.42 to go in the first half. He'll throw it into Conaway. Conaway and finish with the right hand as that one stopped it at the top of the rim before finally dropping down up and in makes it a three-point game once again well clearly coach Whiteman going in there with the nail file to, to file that little edge of the rim down work my goodness that was a good roll Arlington inside Caden Russell nifty little up and under move gets that one to drop over the tough defense back to a five-point lead for Arlington 15 to 10 615 left to go here in the first quarter Liberty Benton Again, dealing with the press from Arlington. This time, LB does a good job breaking the press. They don't get the shot up in transition. Lincoln Garlock, three. They'll not touch anything, and we'll go the other direction now for Arlington with 6.04 left to go in the first half. Man, I just love watching Arlington in the full-court press. It's when Coach Vermillion has the players to do it, it's fun to watch. Aiden Russell will bring the ball up to the floor. Creates some space, getting Lincoln Garlock a little bit away from him. But Garlock then comes back and gets the steal for Liberty Benton. Want to get us over to Doolittle. Doolittle comes up short on the lay-in. Lincoln Garlock follows the miss. He doesn't get that one to go either. And Carson Conaway goes up. He doesn't get that one to drop either. And then Doolittle will end up picking up as he draws the foul. After a handful of misses for Liberty Benton, it will in fact stay with Liberty Benton. So inbound from down inside. Looks like they're going to call that foul on Jared Griggs. Now we'll see Jared Griggs check out, and we'll see Luke Metzger back on the floor for Arlington. That was a pretty aggressive series there. I'm surprised that that was the foul that got called. Doolittle down inside, comes up short. Davini with the board now for Arlington as the Red Devils go the other direction in transition. Brady can with it, left wing, he'll drive down inside, stopping at the free throw line, bounces it towards Russell, but end up sewing away that time. Reed Thomas with the steal for Liberty Benson to go the other way. It's like both these teams know each other pretty well or something. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, that's one way of putting it. 
Cam Garlock setting up the offense for Liberty Benson. He'll find his brother Lincoln on the right wing. Now back over to Cam Garlock up top. Looking for some ball movement. Garlock will hand it over to that time Conway. Conway's three up and good for the junior Carson Conway. That'll make it a two-point game with five minutes to go in the first half. Definitely the guy that you want to have get hot if you're a Liberty Benton is Carson Conway. The kid's just so athletic and dynamic as a basketball player. He's struggling a little bit from three-point range early on in the season. Came into today shooting 24%, but able to get that first three to drop. And it'll be poked out of bounds, but they'll say last touch to buy Arlington. So go the other direction for Liberty Benton with 444 left to go in the first half. There's almost a complete line change for both teams as we see Doolittle checking out, as will Lincoln Garlock. We'll see Jake Gherkin on the floor along with Seth Elkert for, Ar for Liberty Benton. see Liberty Benton again dealing with this full court pressure being applied by Arlington. And Garlock able to get it into the half court this time for Liberty Benton. Seth Elker with it right wing for the Eagles. Up top now he'll find Jake Gherkin. Gherkin now swinging it over. It'll be Reed Thomas with it. He'll pump fake for the Eagles. He'll now get it over to Conway. Made the three last time down the floor. Bounces it down inside to Thomas but they'll call a travel on Conway as he went to get that pass down inside to Reed Thomas. I got to tell you, something early in this game that I really like for Coach Whiteman, he's using his bench. How many games last year did we see for Liberty Benton where they only went seven, maybe eight at best deep throughout the whole game? Arlington will get it into the half court after a little bit of a pressure applied by Liberty Benton as they're coming out with a little bit of a half court trap. They'll get it down into the corner for Arlington. It'll be Brady Griggs bringing it up now for the Red Devils. Gets it over to Cavani, he'll pump fake. Gets Conaway in the air, spin move outside. Briggs will line up the three, but it'll be off the mark to the right. Cam Garlock with the board for Liberty Benson. He'll take it the other direction. He'll bounce it over to Elkert in the corner. Now back up top to Cam Garlock. Finds Conaway inside on the cut, who lays it up and in easily with the left hand. Just like that, all tied up, 15 apiece. Three and a half minutes left to go first half. Man, the Arlington offense has just fallen off a cliff in this corner. My goodness. Arlington setting up their offense in the half court. Jake Vermillion setting things up for the Red Devils, being defended by Seth Elkert up top. Vermillion working still, now pump faking, back out now to Brady Kin. Kin with it up top, now bringing it towards the right wing, now back up top, bounces it down inside, another shot will be blocked by Conaway. It'll stay in bounds though, and then poked out of bounds. As they last touch by Arlington, it'll go the other way for Liberty Benton with 3-0-1 left to go here in the first half of action. Kaysen Doolittle back on the floor for LB. He'll check in for Elkert. We see a couple subs for Arlington as well. Metzger checking out along with Brady Kin. So we see Jared Griggs checking back in along with Caden Russell for Arlington. Yeah, I think you really need Russell out there a lot more, even from a rotation standpoint. He just brings that energy to the floor for Arlington. Rebenton able to beat the press. Cam Garlock able to get down inside. He hasn't been able to make the shot. Reed Thomas got the rebound. It'll be then a jump ball call. Possession arrow keeps it with Liberty Benton. 2.48 left to go first half. And that was a major double triple by Cam Garlock. They got away with their My goodness. Cam Garlock will throw it in to Conaway. Conaway bounces it over to Kaysen, or to, yeah, to Kaysen Doolittle. Doolittle doesn't get the first one to go, but follows his own miss. Now to Conway, he'll launch another three. That one won't fall. Rebound is going to be grabbed. And they'll call in a foul 
in transition as Jake Gerken went to try and up and go up and grab that one. He'll end up getting called for his second foul of the night instead. See Cam Garlock checking out now as brother Lincoln takes his place. Arlington ball with 2.35 left to go. First half of action all mounted up 15 apiece. Never see that again from LB. Brady Griggs will be the one to bring it up the floor this time for Arlington. Look at it to Cavani down inside to Russell who lays it up and in on the good cut to the wide open basket. Arlington retakes the lead and get a foul in transition as they'll pick up that one against Jared Griggs it appears. That'll be his second if so. And that's exactly what it will be. We'll see now Brady Kin checking back in for Arlington. See, we'll impact check in for Jared Griggs. Well, that's fun while it lasted for Jared Griggs. <laughs> 218 left to go. First half of action. Arlington, the two-point lead, 17 to 15. Liberty Benson with possession, working to get through this full court press. Doolittle brings the ball up the floor for the Eagles. He almost loses his footing. Now down into the corner for Thomas. His three won't touch anything. Conaway ends up with it, who lays it right back up and in as Carson Conaway having himself already a very good night. He's got 11 of the Eagles 17 to tie it back up. That he is. He's having a great night. Arlington looks to set up their offense in the half court. See Luke Metzger checking next dead ball for the Red Devils with 142 to go in the half. Dribbling it down inside, briefly was Brady Griggs who brings it back out. Now he'll try again, another block for Conaway. That's already, I think, his fourth on the game with 133 to go in the first half. I got to tell you what, that's an impressive block, but the Liberty Benton JV team down there on the side, they have got to be careful. They are taunting Griggs hard. That could lead to a tech in some capacity here against LB. They really got to make sure they're staying on their... P's and Q's down there. Well, because you can celebrate, you just can't taunt. Yeah, they're they're walking up over him and starting to taunt. That's a different animal than just celebrating. Arlington with possession, 115 to go in the first half. All tied up, 17 apiece between Arlington and Liberty Benton. Brady Green setting things up for Arlington. He'll get it over to Metzger. He'll take the three and gets that one to drop. Conaway almost got a fingertip on that one, but Arlington still able to get the three to fall. They take now a three-point lead yet again with 56 seconds left to go in the first half. That's just been a great first half of action so far. Really, really has been. Marcy Conaway swinging it over to Case and do a little left wing for the Eagles. He'll go down inside, posting up Russell. An easy layup up and in with the right hand for the 6'5", Carson Conaway. He, he's something special. He really is. He just is something special. Metzger bringing the ball up the floor this time for Arlington. 30 seconds remain in the first half. Arlington clinging to that one-point lead. Now Coach Whiteman telling his guys to come up and press him a little bit in the half court. 20 seconds remain in the half. Brady Griggs with it up top. Has yet to put the ball on the floor because actually Gherkin has then backed off and now they'll Wait to try and get some last-second defense on the shot. Briggs drives inside, a layup, a little too strong. Conway with the board with four. Up ahead to Reed Thomas, but threw it a little too far. And it'll be Arlington ball with just point eight left to go in the half as they'll, of course, have to try and go the length of the floor. I mean, they got some shooters out there. Someone could heave it up. 
Metzger will inbound, he'll throw to Russell. Russell flings it. They get it off in time, but will not touch anything. 20 to 19 is your score. Arlington, the one point lead through one half of basketball, but a lot of the momentum starting to go over to Liberty Benton, particularly just because of the performance we've seen so far from Carson Conaway. Yeah, I mean, 13 out of the 19 points so far in the night for Carson Conaway. He's been everything you anticipate him being coming into the season and then some. But I got to tell you, what Arlington's doing is remarkable. I mean, they are keeping this LB squad averaging 56 points a game, completely holding them in check defensively. That is really something to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. 13 points certainly doesn't look great for their star player. That's You don't, you don't want him to have that kind of night, but by the same token, he's got 13. There's only six other points that are out there for the entire squad, so Arlington defensively doing some great things at this stage, but I'll tell you what, Liberty Benton, you do feel that momentum starting to creep towards them. It's not all the way there. Arlington still has it pretty comfortably, but it's starting to creep a little bit more towards Liberty Benton, especially when you see some of those transition plays, some of the plays against the on def defense, and really just anytime Carson Conaway does something, it seems to make the momentum shift a little bit more in their favor. Well, the thing, of course, will be that you'll have to watch moving forward. What exactly will be the defensive adjustment Arlington makes against Carson Conaway? Because we saw it in the little bit at the end of that first half. If you put someone smaller on him who is quick enough to stay in front of him like Caden Russell, Carson Conway will just run to the block and try and back him down. And Arlington, I mean, their biggest player, you got Cavani and Essinger as your two bigger guys, but neither of them have the quickness to keep up with Conway on the outside either. I guess what I would do defensively, I wouldn't change it up. If Carson Conway wants to have a superstar performance, let him. Right now, him having a star performance you're losing by one it's that now is that a little bit riskier sure but at the end of the day if conaway goes off but they keep everyone else in check it's just a matter of you it's one versus five at that point he's it, it's a very he's, good one he's very much not the same player so i don't want anyone to think that i'm making this exact comparison it reminds me at least in this for one half it reminds me of what we saw from like steph curry at davidson where that coach was like I'm shutting down Steph Curry. I don't care what happens. I'm not letting him beat us. And they did just that. And I think he was held scoreless. But then they still lost by 30. Well, I, see, I would... I would. That's at least what comes to mind. I, I would interpret a little bit more towards Colin White from a couple... From, what was it, last year or two years Bart's ago? Bart's ears just perked up, but yes. Yeah. I know Bart, Bart's, Bart Wilson's listening very intently now all of a sudden. But I'd say it's more like Colin White where every team out there is like, He's going to get his shots. He's going to get his place. He's going to do what he's going to do. We just got to keep everybody else in check. Let him be the superstar. He's going to be the star of the show no matter what. But if we keep everyone else in check, he's the star of a one-man band, and we're going to win that every time. With that, we'll step aside for a quick time. When we come back, we'll have our own and halftime report. And shortly after that, we'll be back to start the second half here from Liberty Benson. 20-19, your score, Arlington. The one-point lead over Liberty Benson through one half of basketball. You're listening to High School Basketball on both ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB, and Class 96.7 WBBI. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. 
Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. Like everything else in college athletics, college basketball has seen some serious changes over the last year. One major change has been the one-time transfer rule put into place by the NCAA in August of 2022. It allows players to transfer to another school without sitting for one year of their remaining eligibility. The Ohio State men's basketball team is one of many around the country that have rosters made up of transfer players. One such player is senior guard Tanner Holden, a transfer from Wright State out near Dayton. It's been a different role for Holden in Columbus, but he's already made quite the impact. You'll hear from Holden and his Ohio State head coach, Chris Holtman, coming up next. This is the Ohio News Network. I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. On behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. We know high school sports play an important role in shaping young athletes' lives. And we've all seen the difference Ohio's educators make in their students' lives every day. Whether they're in the classrooms or coaching on the basketball court, Ohio's educators are dedicated to empowering their students and providing them with opportunities to learn, grow, and thrive. For that, we say thank you. This is Doug Ute, Executive Director of the Ohio High School Athletic Association. High school coaches can be the biggest influence on kids having a positive experience in sports. Sports set the foundation for life lessons that remain long after playing days are over. This is Gene Smith. Please join Life Sports at The Ohio State University and the Ohio High School Athletic Association as we partner with the Susan Crown Exchange on its Million Coaches Challenge. Get involved and learn more at go.osu.edu backslash coach beyond. This, this is ONN. In late March, about 10 days after the Wright State men's basketball team was knocked out of the 2022 NCAA tournament, junior guard Tanner Holden from Wheelersburg, Ohio, entered his name into the transfer portal, announcing his intention to play at a different school with two years of eligibility remaining. In early April, Holden announced that he would play at The Ohio State University. In his final season with the Raiders, Holden averaged more than 20 points, playing 35 minutes per game. It's been a different role for Holden at Ohio State. The Buckeyes utilize more of a two-guard lineup, and through nine games this season, Holden's averaging 4.8 points in 16 minutes per game. In Ohio State's Big Ten opener against Rutgers in early December, Holden scored only three points in 15 minutes of play, but his three was the buzzer-beating game winner that gave Ohio State a 67-66 win. Holden was asked after that game if he's frustrated with his new role. No, I'm not frustrated. You know, uh, Before I ever entered the portal, I, I wrote a list down of what changes were going to be, the pros and cons of leaving. Uh, and, you know, one of those things was, you know, maybe I play less. Uh, you know, that was one of the things, you know, I just had to bite the bullet on that. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I'll play 20 minutes, you know, me and Coach Holman have had a lot of conversations. Uh, you know, I, I think tonight is a perfect example uh, just, just to stay ready. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I played in the last four minutes. So, but, you know, Coach Holman called my name, sprinted up there, you know, I was ready. Uh, I think that's for a lot of guys, you know, different, different people, it's going to be their night. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm not frustrated by anything. You know, we got to win tonight. I'm, I'm 
happier than ever. Ohio State's head coach Chris Holtman called Tanner Holden one of their, quote, most consistent workers. After their one-point win over Rutgers, Holtman added that consistency is why they wanted Holden in Columbus. He's a gamer. I mean, he's made big shots his whole life, really. Made big shots. I mean, he made, a, I think, a game-winning reception as a wide receiver in the state championship game. Like, he's just he's a gamer. He's got to get better defensively against this level of physicality and athlete and uh he's really got to improve on that end but man i'm i don't, I don't want to get into that too much tonight because i'm just really happy for the kid really happy for him holden says he's confident things will work out with the buckeyes yeah you know it's always an adjustment you know anytime going from a different team different conference uh, there's always adjustments so i think you know overall the scoring will come i think we have a lot of guys who can score the ball as you see tonight you know zed had a big night bryce had a big night just guys chipping in in different ways so you know i think you know a lot of guys will have their night a lot of guys will contribute in different ways so i think you know my time will come i'm you know i'm still working hard uh we all are working hard so you know i just trust my guys to make plays you know they'll find me it's not too often that a player makes a game winner in their first conference game holden says he can't remember if he's ever hit a shot like the one he did to beat rutgers but he says it's a great feeling and a great way to begin big 10 play for me it's it's a confidence builder a confidence booster uh, so I think, you know, it's one game we're going to uh, learn from. Uh, you know, we're going to get back in the gym tomorrow, work on it. Uh, so I think overall, you know, it's just a good building block for us. Uh, so, you know, I think I think we're just going to build off of it. The Ohio State men's basketball team resumes conference play on Sunday, January 1st of 2023. OSU is on the road at Northwestern. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. My name is Carrie Maligan with Harold Floriana Funeral Home. In 1975, my father, Jeff Floriana, married my mother, Candy. That's when he not only committed his life to her, but our family business. Jeff, along with my husband, Tony, carry on our family's tradition of commitment and pride in our community. A lot has changed since we began in 1904, but one thing hasn't. Our promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in our call to get information on pre-planning your future. Let your wishes be known and help ease the burden of your loved ones. Same location we've always been, on the corner of Tiffin and Union Streets in Faustoria. Harold Floriana Funeral Home. We're here for you. We are to start the second half of play here from Liberty Benson High School. You're for tonight's action in BBC basketball here on both WFOB and WBVI. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you for tonight's matchup. Arlington taking on Liberty Benson. Arlington, the one-point lead, 20-19 as we start this second half of play. Arlington with possession down inside, and Cam Garlock steps in to take the charge as he was able to get Caden Russell in the air that time and gives possession back over Liberty Benson just 13 seconds into the second half. Very quick play there, smart decision by Garlock to step in, take that charge, and man, it's not exactly the way you want to start if you're Arlington. Harry Benson the other direction, they'll get it to Conway as he crosses half court. And Garlock had to reach back, but able to keep it with Liberty Benson after slightly awkward pass. Now Cam Garlock with it on the left wing, hands it to Carson Conway. He'll drive down inside, working on Russell, goes up, can't get that one to drop, gets his own miss though. Second chance effort, a little too strong as well. Rebound going to be grabbed by Caden Russell, Arlington the other way. Nice defense, really nice defense from Arlington. 
Victorian down inside wide. Overlook from Essinger as the LB defense out of sorts after the rotation mistake. Arlington adds on to their lead now 22 to 19. That's a bad rotation down there for LB. Reed Thomas on Ryler Essinger. Essinger can just can force his will on Thomas. Mason Doolittle brings the ball up the floor for Liberty Benton. Under seven minutes left to go. Third quarter. Arlington the 22 to 19 lead. Get over now. Cam Garlock with it up top for LB. Finds his brother Lincoln in left wing. He'll bounce it inside. Working to Thomas in the short corner. Now back up top for Cam Garlock. Conway trying to get the call for it. He'll get it over now to Reed Thomas for the three. Doesn't touch anything. Rebound is going to be grabbed by Caden Russell. Goes the other way for Arlington. And as good defensively of a start it was there for LB. It's falling apart now. Inside another easy one from Ryler Essinger will add on to the Arlington lead. Now 24-19 at 6.20 to go third quarter. You would not know he's a big man the way he plays in the post. Easy seal from Caden Russell in transition. He lays it up and in. Adding on to the Arlington lead. And just like that, Arlington has really claimed the momentum here. Early goings of the third quarter. Now a 26-19 lead for the Red Devils. And we'll see Liberty Benson take the 30-second timeout. They originally motioned for a full timeout, but it will, in fact, be a 30-second timeout. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you. Classic Hits 96.7, WBBI, ESPN 1430, and 105.7 FM, WFOB. Did I see your uh, eyes light up when you were looking at the scoreboard? No, my eyes lit up because they switched from a 60 to a 30. That Coach Whiteman was like, no, 60 implies I want you guys to speak. This is a very one-sided conversation in this huddle right now. <laughs> but I, I, there are some scores that are worth mentioning, though. There are. In, in the BBC thus far, uh, Corey Rawson, a 50-18 to 18 lead over, over Arcadia. They're in the third quarter of that one. A close back and forth between Van Lu and McComb. Van Lu, a three-point lead at 28-25 to 25 through in the third quarter in that one over at McComb. I saw North Baltimore won. I didn't see, though, who their opponent was. But North Baltimore beat another BBC team. So do the process of elimination on who it could be yeah. <laughs> eloquent rebuttal from matt uh-huh. uh-huh. trying to think hold on <laughs> maybe are. riverdale back we are here it, it could be riverdale actually now that you say that uh, back we are following the timeout liberty benson basketball following the timeout so they'll get it over now conaway he'll get it down in the corner lincoln garlock launching the three won't get that one to fall essinger Fights for the board. Gherkin almost got the board. They'll say he was the last one to touch it, so it'll go the other way for Arlington with 540. Left to go third quarter. Arlington, the 26-19 lead. You know what? I keep bringing up Ryler Essinger. The one thing I really find fascinating about is the same thing on the football field. He's got such quick hands for a big guy. He was able to pull his hands away quick there, even though he may have been the last one to touch it. He got his hands away quick enough to make it look like it was Gherkin last on the scene. Jake Ramon setting up the offense for Arlington, and they'll get a Three in the key against Essinger. So it'll go the other way for Liberty Benton with 5.26 to go in the third quarter. Essinger did lose his footing for a brief moment there. He was just inside. He had not gotten his foot outside the paint. Arlington coming out again in a 1-3-1 look. They ran it one other time early on in this quarter. So they come out with it yet again. And just like that's why, in fact, we saw Liberty Benton get that open three in the corner last time down. That's exactly where you want to go against the 1-3-1. Jake Gherkin, he's open for the three on the right wing. His three will not drop. Eric Griggs at the board for Arlington. Then it will go the other direction. Caden Russell almost lose the handle, does lose the handle as Cam Garland comes in with the steal as they will give the ball. And man, I think they, did they call a jump ball? No, they called a foul. 
they got Russell on the foul because he actually had to climb over Garlock to get to it. Had he just dove over him as opposed to climbing over him, he probably would have gotten the jump ball. But the fact that he did the whole climb and actually used him to launch himself towards the ball, they're going to call that. And miscommunication as Conaway throws it out of bounds as he was attempting it to Cam Garlock. He wanted to go one way. Cam Garlock was ready to go the other. It'll be Arlington ball with 4.55 to go in the third quarter. Someone's zigged when they should have zagged. And you know what they say. What do they say? If you zig when you're supposed to act, you're going to have a bad time. Carson Conaway in transition, throwing it down for Liberty Betts and see if that gives LB a little bit of a momentum boost for their first points in the second half. Yeah, that, that's the way to wake up the bench. Arlington possession after the Conaway steal and slam. Down inside, Essinger working over Garlock, and he'll get Garlock for the foul. Cam, in particular, will be the one called for that foul. Now, say, saying Garlock on the foul does not narrow it down. Which is why I then elaborated. It's the same thing as saying Vermillion when there's three different Vermillions here. There's actually four Vermillions total on this varsity squad between coaching staff and team. It will be Jake Vermillion with it outside for Arlington. We'll get it now over. Brady Griggs with it on the right wing for the Red Devils, working on Jake Gherkin. Now now get a screen from Essinger, creates a little bit of space. So now get it to Essinger in the high post, down, balances it down inside. Good pump fake from Griggs, doesn't get it to go. Second time has a shot blocked by Elkert, who just checked in for Liberty Benson last dead ball. Now the Eagles will go the other way with four minutes left to go third quarter. They trail by five. They are letting a lot of contact on those shots go away right now. The Conway with it up top for Liberty Benson. Now Elker with it wide open. Now he'll look to drive inside, trying to create some, some space, but just nothing doing because he just literally bounced off of Ryler Essinger. That shot off the mark. Arlington the other way with 3.38 to go in the third. Nothing gets through the Essinger. Certainly not that. So it'll be Jake Vermillion bringing it back out now, setting things up for Arlington with under three and a half to go in the third quarter. They lead 26 to 21. Go down into Essinger. They're going to call a foul. I presume that'll go against Elkert, and yes, it will. Kind of surprised that's the first one for Seth Elkert on the night. It seems like he's had a lot of contact around him. Elkert will now check out. Ray Thomas back on the floor for LB with 3.21 to go third quarter. They enter it inside to Griggs. Conaway not falling for either of those. Pump fake gets a piece of that one as it goes the other way. And they'll call a little hand check. I think Griggs might end up getting hit in the mouth in, uh, in transition for one of those. But it will still be LB ball. I say he definitely took an uh, elbow in the mouth there. So I think they're going to check him out so he can get it checked out. I see what you did there. You didn't mean to, but you did. Did, did you? I mean, it was unintentional, but I'm going to take credit where credit's due. Either way. Ready to go following that check out. It'll be Liberty Benton ball three-pointer off the mark that time from Lincoln Garlock. So call a foul down inside. And that one will go against Essinger. That'll be his third. So that's something certainly to keep in mind for Arlington. And now we'll quickly have Mason Cavani jump off the bench to check in for the big man Essinger. Yeah, you'd rather have the Essinger there late in the fourth quarter than right now. 
Lincoln Garlock will inbound for Liberty Benson. He'll throw it into Conaway. Conaway working down inside. Goes up. Doesn't get it to go, but does draw the foul. And he'll go to the line now for a pair of free throws with 3.06 to go third quarter. Liberty Benton trailing 26-21. Here's see who they got. And that was Metzger. That'll be his first of the night. Jason Conaway at the line. 50% free throw shooter coming into today. First one will not drop. Definitely fits that big man role. Not not really the, the best so far this season from the line or beyond the arc. Second one off the mark, but Reed Thomas gets the board to keep it with Liberty Benton. They're getting it over now, Kaysen Doolittle, he'll stop and pull up from the left elbow, up and good for Kaysen Doolittle, so they might not have got the free throws to drop it. Doolittle makes it look like he did, makes it back to a three-point game. That's right now only a 5-4 quarter right now between these two teams. It's been a lot of defense tonight. You can tell both teams even made some more defensive adjustments uh, during that halftime period. Be Cavani with it on the left side for Arlington with 2.35 to go third quarter. Arlington the 26-23 lead over Liberty Benton. Be Brady Griggs chaining inside and that one will not fall. Reed Thomas gets the board for Liberty Benton. They'll eventually get it over to Doolittle. Now he'll slow things down, bring it up to floor for the Eagles. I do like the one big adjustment that Liberty Benton made. They just told uh, Conway, stay in the paint. Just move around in the paint, take away anything inside. Lincoln Garlock with it, right wing extended. He'll find Reed Thomas, right elbow. He'll pump fake. Working and now getting it over to Doolittle left side. Doolittle driving his way inside. He'll finish inside with the contact. That'll make it a one-point game with under two minutes to go in the third quarter. I mean, we called it early. This was going to be a nasty back-and-forth aggressive game, and it certainly has lived up to billing. Vermillion with it up top for Arlington. Now Brady Griggs will slow things down for the Red Devils. Metzger with it as Arlington spreads things out up top. Vermillion driving inside, finds Cavani, who lays it up and in on the left side. Good cut that time from Cavani. That'll make it back to a three-point lead for Arlington. Great play there from Vermillion, drawing the defense in, kicking it to Cavani for an easy lay-in. Carson Conway bringing it up now for Liberty Benson with 1.20 to go in the third. Doolittle down inside. He won't get that one to go, but he'll take a little bit of contact. As that time, I think that was Ken, and yes, it was Brady Ken who took that foul. Oh, they actually got Cavani. I presumed it would be against Ken just because he ended up being the one on the ground after everything was said and done. I think they may have gotten Cavani for a reach-in early on that one, but he's just in the act. A little free throw up and good. Makes it a two-point game. We'll see Seth Elkert check in. He'll check in for Jake Gherkin on the LB side. And I'll tell you what, the aggressive play for Arlington right now, it might cost them later on having six fouls already. That next one puts them in the bonus for the remainder of this half. Second free throw up and good from Doolittle. Back to a one-point game. Arlington clinging to that one-point lead with 1.18 to go in the quarter. See an off-ball foul. Looks like it's against Seth Elkert. Yep, they got Elkert on the hold. That'll be Elkert's second free throw, on, second foul on the night for the freshman. Robinson up ahead, they'll get it down to Kinn in the corner. Doesn't have quite enough space to launch the shot. Go down into Cavani, he'll pump fake. Now to Griggs, swinging it down in the corner. Great ball movement right now for Arlington. Cavani wanted to shoot at one, but 
was ready to shoot before he actually caught the ball and almost lost the handle because of it. It does, though, stay with Arlington. 52 seconds now remain in this third quarter. Arlington still the one-point lead. It'll be Vermillion trying to create some space on Lincoln Garlock. Now back over. Brady Griggs will slow things down. Yeah, you really see some great off-ball movement from Arlington right now. They've done a great job on this possession. Griggs jump-stopping down inside, ends up losing his footing, and they'll draw the foul because of it with 30.8 to go in this third quarter. That'll be another one against Seth Elkert, and we'll presumably see someone check in for him because of that, unless they're willing to just let the freshman possibly uh, possibly die with those fouls. That's, you know, gotta, gotta learn how to do it as Jace Vermillion checks in the game for the first time tonight. Can almost lose the handle, but does get it into Vermillion, who then tries to throw it off of Reed Thomas, and Reed Thomas lost his footing as he was trying to save it, so it'll remain with Arlington with 26.1 left to go here in this third quarter, and you mentioned Jason Vermillion just for now checking in. He had himself quite the game on the JV level. He had 12 points in that win for Arlington. Very impressive JV night. So they will get it over to Jace Vermillion now with 23 seconds to go in the third quarter. He'll hand it to Brady Griggs. Is working on Seth Alkert. 16 seconds remain in the quarter. He'll drive inside. Now down into the corner for Brady Kinn. Back over now to Brady Griggs. They'll double team him. He'll swing it over to Metzger now with seven. He'll hand it to Jake Vermillion. He'll have it on the right wing. Back up top, Metzger. He'll swing it. Jace Vermillion launching the three. That won't fall. As rebound will be grounded. That'll do it for the third quarter of action. 28 27, your score. Arlington, the one point lead over Liberty Benson through three. Step aside for a quick time on the comeback start of the fourth quarter here from Liberty Benton. You're listening to high school basketball on both classic at 967 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Santa is your helper this Christmas at Reineke Ford in Faustoria. Get 0.99% financing for 36 months on all gold certified vehicles. They pass a 172 multi-point inspection, include a limited extended warranty and roadside assistance. And with any valid test drive, you will have the chance to win a smart TV. Stop out to Reineke in Faustoria and test drive a vehicle before Christmas. Get your key from Reineke. ReineckeFamilyDealerships.com. Getting set to start the fourth quarter of action here from Liberty Benson. 28-27, your score. Arlington, the one-point lead over Liberty Benson through three as we start the fourth quarter. Kaysen Doolittle will bring the ball up the floor for the Eagles of Liberty Benson. Reed Thomas with it, top of the key extended over Cam Garlock back on the floor after sitting a little bit with some foul trouble in that third quarter. So get it over to Doolittle and I think they're going to call, yeah, they're going to call a foul on Jared Griggs. That'll be his fourth. So we'll see now Luke Metzger check right back in for Jared Griggs. Griggs is just such a hard-nosed, aggressive player. He gets tagged with stuff so often because of it. That will be the seventh foul, so that'll put it into the bonus now. Send Doolittle to the line. The last guy you really want to send for this Liberty Benson team, at least one of them, is he... Makes the front end of the one and one. Doolittle 
coming in tonight a 70% free throw shooter. Yeah, I'd say either him or Cam Garlock avoid like the plague to get them their charity strike. That first free throw tied up the ball game. The second one will not fall. So it'll remain tied, 28 apiece, 740 left to go in this one between Liberty Benson and Arlington. The Arlington possession. Brady Kin pump faking a couple different times on the left wing. Now maintain his dribble. Handing it over now, Caden Russell setting things up for Arlington, being defended by Lincoln Garlock. They'll try to bounce it over. It'll be poked out of bounds that time by Lincoln Garlock. So it'll stay with Arlington with 7.22 to go in the game. And you know what? I like Russell running point there for a moment, having um, Jake Vermillion be off ball. I, I do like that. As he unaware of his spacing that time was Caden Russell. He has ended up going over into the backcourt after already established himself in the front court, He could have went in the backcourt, but you have to start there, not then move there. Correct. Bit of a whoopsie there. So the Liberty Benson ball now, 7-18 left to go in this one. All knotted up, 28 apiece between the Red Devils and the Eagles. Get it to Carson Conway up top, finds Reed Thomas, swinging it over Lincoln Garlock. Garlock finding it over, now finds his brother Cam on the right wing. Cam now will make a few dribbles, hands it back over now. Kaysen Doolittle over in front of the Liberty Benson bench. He'll drive down inside, back out now. Reed Thomas, he'll swing it to Conaway. Conaway, pump faking, Essinger playing defense on him. Essinger has to be careful, already has three fouls. As we'll see, Conaway launch the three. That one a little too strong that time. Rebound grabbed by Russell Arlington. The other direction now is 6.40 left to go. They'll throw it inside to Essinger as he had Cam Garlock on him. And now Metzger launching and making the three from the right wing. And just like that, Arlington retakes a three-point lead. Six and a half minutes to go. That was a big mistake there by Conaway. Played a little bit of hero ball there. So you saw Essinger with it trying to go down for the block and completely left Metzger open. Cam Garlock with it up top for Liberty Benson. 6.15 left to go in this one. They trail now Arlington by three, 31-28. Doolittle, he has it up top for the Eagles. He'll drive down inside, goes inside, and finishing on the left side with the right hand does Doolittle. As we'll see Coach Whiteman take the 30-second timeout with 6.03 left to go in this one. As it's a one-point lead for Arlington, 31-30. We'll keep it right here on both WFOB and WBVI. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you, taking... Quick look at some of these other scores from around the area. One of them has gone final. Corey Ross in a 60 to 21 win over Arcadia. McComb, they lead Van Lu 43-42. They're still in the third quarter over in McComb. A couple other SBC or a couple other NBC games going on right now. We have Elmwood playing their second game of the season. They currently trail Genoa by a score of 29 to 21. And Fostoria, after starting a little slow against Woodmore, they have a 48-26 lead in that one against the Wildcats. And Otsego, they lead Lake by a score of 30-15. to You weren't kidding about Fostoria, a little bit of a slow start. They've really picked up the pace over there. My goodness. Ready to go following the timeout. Under six minutes left to go on this one. Arlington, the one-point lead, 31-30. Metzger, another three. That time doesn't touch anything after making it the time down the possession before. Doolittle almost lost the handles. He was a little too eager that time as he was dribbling it up the floor. Doolittle now will regain possession. He'll work inside on Essinger, and he'll get fouled as he went up for a shot near the left elbow. And we'll see now Doolittle go to the line for two with 5.34 to go. And they're going to Caden Russell. That's his fourth as well, and that's a big one. 
So we'll see Grady Griggs check in for Russell. Jason Newton will shoot it too. chance to tie or take the lead. They'll tie it with the first free throw. This game has definitely lived up to billing. This has been a back and forth. That it very much has. Second free throw coming from the senior, Kaysen Doolittle. And the second one will rattle on home and give Liberty Benton the one-point lead. First time you see an LB in the lead in the hot minute, I believe since the second quarter, actually. Arlington setting up their offense in the half court. Luke Metzger with it now for the Red Devils. Back over now, Jake Vermillion setting things up. 5.15 left to go. Arlington now trailing by one, 32 to 31. Essinger trying to drive his way down inside. Goes up over Conaway. Doesn't get that one to fall. Rebound tipped around a couple different times. Ends up back in Arlington's hands as Brady Kinn gets the rebound. They'll swing it now over to Essinger. He'll have it on the right side. Being defended hard by Conaway. Essinger trying to force his way down low. He'll go up. And it will say no shot. They'll call a foul on the floor. They'll call that one against Conaway. And Honestly, I get why they call a foul against Conway. They also could have got Essinger for a slight push-off as well. Certainly could have, but you know what? They got it on Conway because Essinger followed the oldest play in the book. Don't fully extend the arm. Arlington maintaining possession. 4.50 left to go. They trail 32-31. to Essinger with the ball up top again. Still being defended by Conway. Essinger forcing his way down low, gets to the right block, goes up and throws him down to the ground, and Conaway will draw the charge that time with 439 left to go. And also, that's now the fourth foul on Essinger. That's a big one. That's another big one there. So now, that- we will, now we'll see Jared Griggs check in, and he'll check in for Essinger. The foul situation didn't get any better because Griggs also has four. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, though, you, you take the calculated risk of if you lose Jared Griggs, you can bring Essinger off the bench for rebounds or post play. As the Garlocks ended up actually colliding and it caused a travel because of it. I don't know how either one really had possession of the ball to travel, but nonetheless, it gives it back to Arlington. More importantly, shouldn't they have that like psychic connection where they know where they are on the field at all times, or court at all times? That, that's that's one rare instance of that, that not being the case, is the ball is lost, and Doolittle comes down, and he will get the steal. They'll call a jump ball. Possession arrow, though, will keep it with Arlington before 26 to go. Man, this is really turning into a street fight down there. Liberty Benson, the 32 to 31 lead. 4.25 left to go. Arlington maintains possession following the jump ball. They'll get it up top. It'll be Brady Griggs. He'll drive down inside. They will call a foul on Lincoln Garlock with 4.17 left to go in this one. That'll be the second foul against Lincoln Garlock. The rare time we see it, he's, Lincoln has uh, actually been held scoreless so far. That is really surprised that Lincoln's been held scoreless. He's such a good shooter. I think the problem is he hasn't had many shots to get off. He really hasn't. Neither of these teams have. It's been just a defensive slugfest here. Well, I mean, for, for perspective, Jake Vermillion is Arlington's leading scorer with 16 a game. He's got three. Yeah. And call a foul on the floor against Liberty Benson. And, and I got go both teams in the bonus. And that'll do just that. Seven fouls against Liberty Benson, nine against Arlington. So one more foul from Arlington will put it into the double bonus for them. 
it's worth noting when Essinger checked out, Liberty Benton was at two fouls. That's a lot of that's a lot of fouls in a not long amount of time. It's gotten that aggressive down there between these two teams. He throws up and good from Vermillion allows Arlington to retake a lead with 33-32 now being your score. 30-second timeout will keep it here again on Classic at 967 WBBI, ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM, WFOB. We'll take a look at some of the other scores from around the area we haven't mentioned already. Uh, Carey, they have a 28-19 lead over Colonel Crawford. They're at the halfway point of that matchup. One SBC boys game from the river that did take place today. Danbury, they get the win over Oldport, 54-51. We knew Danbury was going to be one of those teams that, you know, they might have a might have a chance to play uh, play upset dogs some of these times. But they do just that in that win uh, win against Oldport. I'll tell you what, though, if they keep doing these upsets, are they really upsets anymore? That's that's a very good point as well. But uh, Finley, they currently have a 39 to 31 lead there up in Toledo against Whitmer. Ready to go following the timeout. Four minutes left to go in this one. Liberty Benson with possession. They trail 33 to 32. 355 left to go. Doolittle, he loses the handle. Vermillion with the steal. He'll pump fake. Goes up and does not get that one to go. Metzger briefly got the board and now both teams on the floor. And Cam Garlock comes away with it. Lincoln Garlock now in transition. Will lay it up and in for his big first points of the night. Liberty Benson back to a one point lead. Oh, that's how you get those first points of the night. And an offensive foul as Kaysen Doolittle steps in to take another charge with 3.34 left to go in this one. Liberty Benton still the one-point lead. Another foul against Arlington. I, I fundamentally disagree with that foul. There was zero chance his feet were set enough to make that be a genuine offensive foul. That's, there'd be disruptions in the space-time continuum for him to be able to pull that off that quickly. And you don't call you, an offensive you foul there. You could have called a foul on both of them right there for being honest. Yeah, my goodness. Cam Garlock layup a little too strong. Arlington will have the board. They'll go the other way. 3.20 left to go. Liberty Benson 34, Arlington 33. Arlington now with possession. We Brady Griggs with it out in front of the scorer's table. Yet to put the ball on the floor. Now we'll have Coach Vermillion take the timeout. It'll be a full one. We'll go ahead and take that timeout right along with them. 34-33 year score. Liberty Benton leads by one. We'll see high school basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. Don't sit on the sidelines and let life pass you by. Take control of your health with the help of grit, personalized fitness, and training for all ages. Whether it's hiking, riding a bike, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids, Mitch Gardner and the fitness experts at Grit can help you strengthen your quality of life and wellness. Get toned, get fit, get healthy, and get your life back at Grit Personalized Fitness and Training. Located in Body Works behind Ace Hardware on Market Street in Tiffin. Get Grit. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System. We're here for you. And back. We are to resume action here in the fourth quarter. 309. 
left to go in this one. 34 points for Liberty Benson, 33 points for Arlington. Both teams already into the bonus as we have one team in the double bonus with now five, with 10 fouls rather against the Arlington Red Devils. It'll be Arlington basketball. Caden Russell with it now for Arlington. They'll get it back outside. Jake Vermillion gets a brief screen from Metzger and also a screen from Essinger. Essinger with it on the right wing, handing it back to Vermillion. Vermillion deep three. That one will come up short. Rebound tipped around a couple times. And LSA last touched by Arlington and it'll go the other way for Liberty Benton. With 2.44 left to go, Liberty Benton still the one-point lead as we'll see Jared Griggs check in for Arlington. He'll check in for Luke Metzger. Liberty Benton dealing with the full court pressure created by Ken as we see Cam Garlock able to get into the half court this time for Liberty Benton as he goes all the way down inside and they'll say Garlock the last one to touch it so right back over to Arlington with 235 left to go Arlington still trailing by one. I'm a little bit disappointed someone has to lose this game tonight I'm not going to lie. Jaden Russell crosses the timeline for Arlington be defended by Doolittle up top. Russell maintaining his dribble. Bringing it back out towards the volleyball line. Now go inside to Vermillion on the cut. Goes up. A little too strong as Conway was able to play some solid defense down low. And also last touch by Arlington as it goes to the other way for Liberty Benton with 2.14 left to go. Liberty Benton the one-point lead. Worth noting right now, all three players with four fouls for Arlington out on the floor at this time. Cam Garlock bringing the ball up the floor for Liberty Benton. Doolittle with it now. He'll drive right side. He'll hesitate. Now brings it back to the wing. He'll find Lincoln Garlock back over now. Doolittle. Two minutes left to go on this one. One point lead for Liberty Benson. 34 to 33. So we'll see a timeout taken by Coach Whiteman for Liberty Benson with 155 left to go here in this one. Full timeout. This time we'll keep it right here since we just had a full timeout a few moments ago. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WBVI and WFB. We thank you for making us a part of your Friday night. And Matt, we were uh, mentioning it as soon as we uh, went to our last break. Things got a uh, real chippy in here real quick. And because of that, you know, tensions continue to rise in this rivalry matchup. What do you look to see from both of these teams as we're starting to get down to the nitty-gritty? It, it's all about composure. It's 100% about composure. One of these two teams at some point, the aggression, the energy, the adrenaline in this match right now, is going to get the better of them. It boils down entirely to a simple question. Who is going to crack first? That's really what it's going to come down to. So for me, I'm curious to see how much experience with Arlington, albeit rough experience, 13-11 last year, how much experience in these types of situations plays out over the talent level that you see with Liberty Benton and the height and the advantages that they have right now with Liberty Benton. That's, that's going to be the tale of the next minute 55. Liberty Benson will throw it into Conway who finds Doolittle on the cut who lays it up and in on the nifty little give and go between Doolittle and Conway. LB's lead back to three, 145 to go. Big shot there for Doolittle and you see the foul trouble play a factor there as Essener not able to be as aggressive as he wants to be. Essener has it poked away from him by Lincoln Garlock who ran out of room but hustled as much as he could to try and save it. It will though Stay with Arlington with 136 to go. They trail by three. I say I'm a little surprised we haven't seen Metzger check back in as he's hit two threes tonight, pretty effectively. 
Jake Vermillion will inbound for Arlington. I'll throw it up top to Caden. Russell back over now for a million. He'll take the three. It'll have his shot blocked as Liberty Benson goes in transition. Garlock over to over to Conway, and he will draw the foul as they will call Vermillion for the foul. And he cannot believe it with 128 to go. Check the Venmo accounts. That's all I'm gonna say. I will send Carson Conway to the line. As much as you don't want to foul. Conway hasn't made a free throw tonight. He hasn't. He's definitely the right person to foul. Just First free throw. Up and good. That'll make it a four-point lead for Liberty Benson with 128 left to go. Again, it's y'all want to foul him. Obviously, he made that one, but minute 28, there's still time. This is not full-fledged panic moment yet for Arlington. Second one from Conway. That won't fall. Rebound is grabbed by Metzger. Arlington the other way with 125 to go. 37-33, your score. Arlington trailing Liberty Benson, but with possession of the basketball. Hayden Russell has it left side. He'll drive in. He can't get the layup to drop. Vermillion gets the board to keep it with Arlington. Essinger taking the three. That one won't fall. Rebound is tipped around. Conway comes down with it, but then he'll draw the foul. He was looking to go in transition with 107 left to go. That's a rough one for Essinger. So that will be the end of the night for Ryler Essinger. We'll check out with 107 left to go in this one. As we have actually the far side ref actually was telling uh, Liberty Benton's uh, JV players to, uh, I think, actually stay in place. Well, yeah, because they've been hooting and hollering and physically, not physically as in hitting them or anything, but physically getting up and taunting in the face of Arlington players all night. To be perfectly candid, I say this respectfully as a huge Liberty Benton fan as well, just love this team watching them. That JV team should have been teed up a couple times already tonight. Conaway at the line. First free throw up and good. Five point lead now for Liberty Benson. 107 left to go. Arlington, of course, still a couple players out there with foul trouble after Essinger fouled out. Griggs and Russell each have four as well. Second free throw will finally drop after hitting every part of the rim. And Adzai makes it a six-point lead now for LB. 105 left to go. Russell brings it up the floor for Arlington. He'll create some space, gets it over. Now they'll get it to Metzger in the corner. Back over now, Jared Griggs will pump fake. He'll drive inside. Over to Russell, almost lost the handle on the pass. Now Jake Vermillion with the left side, back over Metzger. 48 seconds to go, and now we'll see a timeout called by Coach Vermillion. And it'll be a full timeout with now 39-33 remaining. Your score, we'll keep it here right now on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. WFOB, Lance Morris, Matt with you. And I think, uh, I think the reason Coach Vermillion called the timeout is a couple different times, guys had looks to shoot, and it seemed like everybody was a little nervous on that possession. Yeah, you, you had two players in particular. I'm not going to name drop in this particular instance, but th they had clean looks. Those were very clean looks, and whether you think you're a three-point shooter or not, you get a look like that and you don't take it, you got to get out of your own head in that moment. You have to try and take the shot. I mean, say what you will about Ryler Wrestling or definitely a big man, definitely a post player. When he's had a clean look at a three-pointer tonight, he has attempted it. And it's, you got to have that kind of energy. you got to kind of have that belief in yourself. I mean, that, that's kind of the problem with most of the guys they have on the floor right now. 
And they did just uh, check out Jared Griggs, who has not made a three yet this year. Caden Russell coming into today 0 for 3 from 3. Essinger, who's already out of the game, but he was 2 for 7 from 3 coming in today. So you really only have Brady Kinn and Jake Vermillion as your starters that are comfortable shooting from out there. Yeah, and that, that is a big concern. They throw it in the backcourt to Caden Russell with 44 seconds to go. Russell will drive down inside, and they will get a blocking foul. So call that one against Cam Garlock. So that'll send Arlington to the line. I think would think it's for the one and one as Caden Russell a little shook up after taking that charge. You see Jaron Griggs check in. I mean, he took a hard hit on that foul, and then just called as says Carson Conway came in and KG'd it by making sure the shot didn't even go off, period. Free throw from Caden Russell up and good. Makes it a five-point game with 40.7 left to go. Second one from Russell, up and good as well. It'll make it a four-point game. Jared Griggs will check in for Arlington. He'll check in for Caden Russell. I like a good offense-defense sub here between Russell and um, Griggs. Reed Thomas will inbound for LB. He throws it into Lincoln Garlock. They'll trap him right in the corner. And Liberty Benson will call the timeout because of that one. That is their final timeout. As we get under a minute to go here in this one, four-point lead for Liberty Benton, 39-35. It's, of course, Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBBI. We'll take another quick look at some scores from around the area. Some other BBC games have gone final. McComb, a big win over Van Lu, 63-57, as they were able to get the win at home against the Wildcats. We mentioned it earlier, Corey Ross in a 60-21 win over Arcadia here tonight. And another game that's gone final, Astoria, a 65-30 win over Woodmore. So a decisive win on the road for the Redmen. And a home-cooking win for Rossford. They get the win over Eastwood by a score of 65-47. In the Northern 10, uh, we saw Carey earlier. There's still uh, no additional scoring update, 28-19. They were leading Colonel Crawford at the half in that one. And in the Finley game, they have added on to their lead. They lead 53 to 36 against Whitmer up in Toledo. Definitely been a good night of games. This has definitely been probably the best one in the area by a wide margin so far tonight. Again, just super happy to have everyone making us a part of your Friday night on WBVI and, of course, on ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. Ready to go following the timeout. Four-point lead for Liberty Benson, 39-35. Eagles also with possession. Doolittle with it. They'll try to work it across half court, dealing with this full court press. Lincoln Garlock will be the one to get it across half court, and he'll be fouled as soon as he gets into the half court. And they'll send him to the line with 29.4 left to go. Another offense-defensive sub. We'll see Kane Russell set check in after this first free throw for Arlington. And not the greatest situation, Lincoln Garlock, but so far... Uh, Suspiciously quiet start to the year. Only two of four from the free throw line thus far. First one from Lincoln Garlock. Up and good. That'll make it a five-point lead again. 29.4 left to go in this one. Russell checking in for Jared Griggs on the Arlington side. Second free throw from Lincoln Garlock. That one gets the friendly roll. Now a six-point lead again for LB. 28 seconds remain. Russell swinging it over to Metzger on the right wing for Arlington. Back over now, Jake Vermillion over to Metzger. 
Metzger, he'll drive inside. Now out for Million, he'll take the contested three and he will draw the foul from three-point land with 16.3 left to go as they'll get Lincoln Garlock for that foul. Yeah, third foul there for Lincoln Garlock and Vermillion definitely uh, definitely someone you want at the line. Seven of eight so far on the season. Jake Vermillion at the line. First free throw up and good. And like you said earlier, Matt, four Vermillions uh, a part of both the team and the coaching staff. And as Jake Vermillion knocks in the second, his younger brother Jace, a sophomore, is dad Jason of course the head coach and now Jarrett Vermillion a 2020 grad so not that long ago now has uh, stopped his playing he was briefly playing over at Bluffton but has ended his collegiate playing career and now joining the team as an assistant coach he was so much fun to watch all the free throws were good by Vermillion you get a foul called as that one was down into the inbound from Liberty Benton That'll be on Greg, so that'll be his fifth foul. So we'll see someone else checking in now for Arlington with 13.9 to go, and they sent Doolittle to the line. I'm just kind of surprised they didn't call that a jump ball because that was pretty clean by Griggs. So Luke Metzger checking back in for Arlington. Little will be at the line for Liberty Benton with 13.9 to go, currently leading 41 to 38. First free throw from Doolittle, Ooh, up and good. As that's a handful of times Liberty Benton has gotten those free throws that don't really look like they're going to fall, and then somehow they magically just drop in. Well, again, it's you know the weights, the magnets, the nail fire on the rim. Second free throw off the mark, so it'll stay a four-point game with 12 seconds left to go. Russell brings the ball up for four. He'll take the step back three. Up and good from Caden Russell. That's a very good time to make your first three of the year. That'll make it a one-point game. Arlington trailing by one. 6.4 left to go. This is very doable as they need to adjust because they thought it was going to be a full. It's actually just a 30-second because Arlington, they still have a full timeout. For someone who hadn't made a three in the first six games, that was a very clean move from Caden Russell on that step back three. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta wait for the right opportunity. <laughs> I suppose that is in fact true. I cannot dispute that. I mean, you really can't, because he just drilled it. <laughs> and for those, uh, for those at home who were curious, last year's score, Arlington won 43 to 40. It is 42 to 41. Liberty Benton leads by one with 6.4 to go. Talk about that consistency. Wouldn't it be something that the final <laughs> score is 43 to 42? <laughs> Thomas will inbound. Now they'll actually throw it into Garlock, who he will inbound. As Liberty Benton playing keep away, they'll foul Cam Garlock with 3.2 left to go. And that's, that's a thing not every team, I think, knows is you theoretically can throw it in to another guy to inbound, you just have to have them fully establish themselves out of bounds. Otherwise, then you're out of bounds and then you're turning it over. It's kind of one of those things like in football where you can draw a false start under two minutes and it's a 10 second runoff. Here you run four or five false starts, you're gonna win the game. First we go up and good for Cam Garlock. 
Jace Vermillion now will check in to get another shooter out there for Arlington. And we'll see Coach Vermillion take his final timeout with 3.2 left to go in this one. 43-41 is your score. Arlington trailing Liberty Benton by two. Cam Garlock could make it a three-point game with his second free throw. He certainly could. Now it's going to be interesting because both teams out of timeouts. It's going to have to be wing a prayer or you hope that he makes it. You get an incredible well, that, that's, inbound. That's exactly why after, after actually the first free throw, nobody for Liberty Benton was down around the key. And then after the set, first free throw, Coach Whiteman said, no, you guys got to get down there now yep. because you because of exactly that. A, you don't want them to get an easy I mean, it's not going to be easy trying to go the length of the floor in three seconds or whatever it is. But you certainly want to at least try and get the rebound because if you get the, if Liberty Benton gets the rebound, well, then it's done. Exactly. I mean, it's... I, I would like to add more to that, but that is entirely where we're at right now in this game. The, this game boils down to a rebound. If Arlington gets it, what can you do in 3.2 seconds? If Liberty Benton gets it... Which Thanks is, for playing. Which is why you're probably going to have one of the Vermillions, if not both of them, down on this end. Because you don't have to have four guys down there. You do have one. You do have one. They do have one of the Vermillions in the corner. And because of that, Reed Thomas is going out to make sure he doesn't get a clean look. Cam Garlock at the line. Chance to make it a three-point game. He'll miss it. Vermillion gets the board. He's almost out of room. He'll fling it from about three-quarters court, and that will not touch anything. That will do it. A 43-41 win for Liberty Benton as they knock off Arlington here tonight. Man, Liberty Benton needed every minute of that game to pull away from this one. Great matchup between these two. That, that's a tough one. That's a tough one for Arlington. They had the momentum like 51-49 in their favor most of the night. There's that final part of the quarter where it really started to lean towards LB that, man, by the time it was all said and done, LB just had a little more in the tank at the final moments. Great game. Just great, great game. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout, then we'll come back and wrap this one up here from Liberty Benson. Again, your final score, 43-41. Liberty Benson gets the win over Arlington. You've been listening to BBC Basketball on WFOB and WBBI. Welcome to Bigby Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you. And her. And him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 cent shift differential for the third shift. 
Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay, and they offer a great selection of beer and wine for dine-in customers. Voted best restaurant, period, by the BG News three of the last five years. Campus Poly Eyes at 339 South Blanchard Street. Stop in and taste heaven. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 60 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. 43 to 41, your final here. Liberty Benson getting the win over Arlington. They will move to 6 0. Arlington, their first loss on the season. They dropped down to 6 1 so far on the young campaign. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on both WFOB and WBBI. We thank you for making us a part of your Friday night. If you're just getting here, you missed a good ball game here tonight. Liberty Benson, the two point win over Arlington. And Matt, this was about as back and forth a game as you can have, I think. Arlington at one point had, what, a seven-point lead maybe, a six- or seven-point lead, but aside from that, it was really back and forth this entire night. Yeah, it was very, very close. Majority of the game, both teams, I believe the extent that their leads got to was about six or seven for both of them at different points, and both teams were able to rally and get back into it. It was, man, if you're just joining us, my goodness, I, I kind of feel bad. You missed a great one. You missed an absolute great one tonight, but... Look, at the end of the day, I really think it just boils down to a few things that Liberty Benton did a little bit better. It was they made a couple key adjustments. They eased up on the man, kind of went to zone, accepted the fact that Carson Conaway should be in the paint 90% of the time with his athletic ability and his jumping ability and his defensive mindset. And those were changes that Arlington really couldn't overcome by the end of the game. There was... Good defensive rotation, good defensive adjustments made it where Caden Russell tonight's the lead scorer for Arlington with 13. He usually averages about 10 a night. Everyone else was off their pace for the season by far. I mean, Jake Vermillion, he had eight points. That's a shot. That's half of what he usually gets in a game. So you, you put a defensive effort like that together, you're going to win nine times out of 10. And hats off to Arlington. Same type of defensive effort, just at the end of the day, two two points less effective on the defensive side than Liberty Benton was. It was, it was just a great game. There's really no other way to put it. I mean, you talk about, you know, the different players 
either playing at their average, but above or below or what have you. But with what you got from for Liberty Benson, Case and Doodle averaging 14 points coming into tonight. He finishes with 16. Carson Conway averaging 12 so far this season. He comes in and gets 18. You know, the other guys kind of were held a little bit below their averages uh, for both the Garlocks, Cam and Lincoln, and along with Reed Thomas. Uh, Reed had two, Cam had three, and Lincoln had four. They were both averaging more than that coming into today. So it just goes to show you how different things will balance each other out, be it in good or in bad throughout the night. Well, yeah, I mean, just to call it as it is, when you have a height and quality of player difference of your one and two of Case and Doolittle and Carson Conaway, 6'5", 6'3", both of them are able to shoot, both of them are aggressive in the paint, and both of them are big enough that they can draw fouls and do it so convincingly. That that makes a tough sling for any team. And first half, thir- up through the end of the third quarter, Arlington had done a pretty good job of keeping Doolittle in check as part of that. I mean, well, I mean, do, Conaway do was the math. Like, Conaway had 13 of the 19 at half. Yeah. So, so Doolittle had at most six. He had less than six through the he first two, half. He had two in the first half. So there you go. He had two, and he had 14 in the second half. I mean, it's that's what we were talking during the game that Arlington really needed to keep one of the other guys in check. They had to keep. So it was just the Carson Conaway show. As soon as Doolittle started opening it up, you saw that change defensively happen with Arlington. You saw where they couldn't really keep up with it, where it started to be a little bit more, I don't want to say panicked, but a little bit more anxious of an offensive strategy because suddenly it's not one versus five. It's two very goods versus five when three of your guys are already in foul trouble. So it's tough sledding. It was a tough loss for Arlington. Really good matchup. Both these teams look the part. They, they get about it in different ways. And I got to tell you, if they play each other again later on in the season, which I think they do, or they don't, they don't play each I other again? I do not believe so. Well, if they end up, they wouldn't end up against each other even in postseason. No, because LB's three. And, well, I think I think the boys are still three, and the, and the Arlington boys are four. Man, that's a letdown. I'd love to see these two teams play again towards the end of the season. That would be a fun one to watch. But, no, hats off to both these teams. I'd, I'd be shocked if both these teams don't make pretty exceptional runs postseason-wise based on what we're seeing. And good news for both of them, you got a lot of talent that's young. You really do. This is a, a good, solid group of players that they have here for both these teams. And it should, should make for good seasons for both these squads. But, my goodness, my goodness, what a great game defensively for both of these teams. It was... It was ugly, it was nasty, it was brutal, but my God, was it fun to watch. Thank you for listening to High School Basketball here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI along with the SBN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. WFOB, big thank you to our producer for tonight pushing all the buttons. Make sure we were heard on both of our stations here tonight. Bart Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course. Oh, absolutely doing the Lord's work. Bart Wilson does such a great job night in, night out. And I'm sure not too many people actually know this. There's several times where he actually runs both our game and when we are not simulcasting on WFOB. So, I mean, hats off to him. I think we need to give him a, like, what, was a pedometer? Is that the one that counts your steps? Yes. Get one of those from for Christmas, you know, <laughs> see how many miles he's actually running during games for us. But, no, he does a great job night in, night out. He, he's fantastic. 
Former broadcast partner Matt Cobb and this is Lance Morris signing off from Liberty Benson. Thank you for listening to our coverage here of high school basketball. One final time, our score for tonight, Liberty Benton. A two-point win over Arlington by a score of 43-41. to Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Work, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.